Hey, you're listening to the It's Funny That Makes It Okay podcast. We talk about and or make fun of music, pop culture, current events, relationships, whatever happens to pop into our heads. So from the It's Funny studios deep in the heart of God's country, here's the show. All right, everybody. Welcome back. The last week of July, the last podcast of July. Crazy. I think, you know what? I think we're right at a year. I was, I was going to bring that up. <laughs> Next week will be our one year anniversary, our one year birthday wow. anniversary. I don't know what a podcast have. I wonder what our seven listeners will do. <laughs> I, hopefully a surprise party. <laughs> we're surprised if they listen. So <laughs> no, one, they are too. Yes. Yes. I thought I unsubscribed to those guys. So. Yeah, one year, I think it was like August 5th was when we released our first one. So it'll be the beginning of August and I can't believe it's been a year. So. And what a year it's been. What a year. <laughs> we'll have a look back and play some sappy music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll be clips from the previous yes. ones and our best of show. It's 15 yeah. seconds long. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the, uh, it's funny band sounded really nice today they were really tight had that uh intro music going really well really, yeah they're, oh they're, they're, yeah. they're really good and i yeah. you know i didn't think it would but i have to agree with you now that the dancers really added something to it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> the kicks and giggle dancers boy they really were really were shaking it and that was it really brought something extra to the show yeah, i think it adds an element <laughs> yeah <laughs> but my, that stupidity like, yeah he's like yeah oh whatever. How, what did i get myself into how did i ever agree i'm to just this? upset that i was not one of those dancers i didn't get asked to be a dancer so well we cut you and it felt bad that's why we brought you on as a guest as a host because we did feel bad about cutting you but the gold spandex not hey i can't pull it off either but i tried my best yes we're at a year we may give you another shot yeah. you know oh. auditions again this year you know for 2021. I don't know if about. you were familiar with it, but it was a lot like the uh, Patrick Swayze, uh, Chris Farley, <laughs> <laughs> Saturday Night Live, Chippendales. Uh, well, except uh, Chris Farley, he gets the. He gets no, the gig, no, he didn't. He? No, he no, the they gig? they went with with Patrick Swayze. They said if it would have been purely on dance, he would have been all in. But since you know they have to factor in looks and and the body and everything, they had to go with Patrick. He so. tore it up though. Oh, he did, <laughs> and you did a fantastic job too. Oh, by the way, dance wise. Yeah, yeah. Been practicing. Well, that's good. Keep up. Keep it up. Come back next. Like they say on America's Got Talent, come back next year yeah. and try it again. Yep. So, well, anything else new? Um, uh, no, nothing with me. No, same here. Just working and yep. Uh, not quite as hot this week, so not too bad. Yeah. So. But, uh, well, I don't know if you, I got one stupid thing. You want me to go first and then you got a gripe? Yeah, go okay. yeah, stupid after thing after I, and we'll do the gripes. I did, I did Facebook message you guys this picture if you wanted to look at it, but I was at a gas station and they have, they're selling like the premium face masks, the kind of the sleeve that you pull over your face. So it's, it's kind of like the, I don't know if you've seen the sunscreens that you get when you're fishing or whatever that you can pull. It's like a hood. And uh, I, I found a couple of funny things about this. First, there's 12 wonderful ways you could. Okay, they're just different ways to put them on your head, <laughs> except for the wristband. I like the wristband. Like, how is that helping you? But all right. <laughs> but I noticed, you know, I looked at the back. They've got kind of an American-looking flag. That's the barcode. But then right above it, it says, Made in China. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was really getting at is right under that, it says, Warning, Cancer and Reproductive <laughs> Harm. <laughs> Like cancer's bad, reproductive Man. harm. 
What am I? Uh, so if I buy this, I'm expecting some guy to jump out from behind the aisle and just punch me in the crotch. Boom! Uh-huh. Sorry, we warned you. There's reproductive harm coming your way. How does wearing what, this on your head? What's this even got? I don't know, but it scared me, and I put it back. The like line like, below that says www.p65warning.ca.gov. California. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they probably got a. a 14 page list of things that you aren't supposed to do. So, but yeah, I don't know what the reproductive harm. I don't see that you're wearing this on your genitals. That wasn't one of the 12 ways. Maybe you you get, you know, cut off the circulation or something. I don't know. I saw that. I was like, what? So I had to take a picture of like, this is new. I don't know. I love how like five or six of these are almost the same thing. Yeah. And the one at the very end, that's probably my favorite. They're just like, oh, we just need one more. How can we, how can we visualize this? The guy's just got it right on top of his head. <laughs> it's a beanie. Yeah. Uh, wow. The biker. <laughs> the do-rag. The biker and the do-rag are pretty much the exact same yep. picture. Well, yeah, a lot <laughs> of them are. And the wristband. I like the wristband. A scrunchie. Oh, you could you could get this, put it in Put your hair in a scrunchie. Take it to work. <laughs> so, I may have to run and buy one of these. <laughs> anyway. I'm a little concerned about that cancer and uh, the, the reproductive, reproductive harm. Yeah, for though. some reason, I'm a little more concerned with the reproductive harm. I know cancer is horrible. <laughs> and you don't want it, but I I don't even know what the second one is. So I think that's what's scaring me is the fear of the unknown. We're going to talk about some fear today. <laughs> yeah, but where, where that, one, that one is like, I don't know what is happening if I get that. <laughs> where are the people testing it, wearing it at? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> and it doesn't show that picture on the front. Is, no. it, is it reproductive harm to the wearer or to the people that are around? <laughs> so it doesn't explain. I'm not sure. And uh, I was afraid to buy it. So. Or if you wear <laughs> this, you're never going to reproduce. <laughs> <laughs> that could be as well. I don't know. Okay, he's a nerd. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was it. That was my one thing I saw today at the gas station. I was like, well, that is interesting. Well, you know, you're talking humorous story. I got my I have my gripe today too, and I think Mike has a gripe too, which I'll, I'll let him do here in a second. But while we're kind of touching on just kind of humorous little things, <clears throat> once again, I was on Facebook and. Uh, I saw this ad for a cat. This uh, this woman is giving away a cat. And it's very nice. She says, my mom passed away about a week ago. She had a cat that is about six years old. Lady has always lived with my mother and is, and is scared of a lot of noise. Her great-grandchildren would come over and visit. And lady would go hide in a busy, go would go hide. Um, so a busy household would not be appropriate for this cat. But I like this selling point here. She's very friendly once she gets to know you. Uh, I'm a little concerned what happens before she gets to know you. Do you have to have a mixer for the cat and you to get that? Yeah. How are you? Little, little, you know, tea and little sandwiches. Just trying to get to know you. So you see so the person you that gets it and they got, you know, blood coming out of their skin and she hasn't gotten to know you yet. Once she does, it'll be great. And I picture the conversation going real well till you'll pick some topic that she hates. So, <laughs> oh, do you like mice? Yeah, that's good. Fantastic. I have a, I have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyways, I just thought that one line was funny. You know, she's very friendly once she gets to know you. You say that about most things, couldn't you? Like, uh, they're very friendly once they get to know you. Yeah. yeah. After they've ripped you to shreds and torn your flesh off. I guess yeah. most, not necessarily with people. Some people are complete Buttholes. Oh, can I even say after that? they get to know, <laughs> even after they get to know, we'll them. edit that yeah. out. B hole or B, B word, the B word hole. 
Oh, okay. I so, got, yeah. anyways, that was that was that. It's stupid, but it was just yeah. kind of a a funny line I thought in the ad. So, so Mike, do your gripe, and then I'll I'll share mine. Yeah, we're getting some good luck there with the Facebook ads. Those might be uh, worth kind of keeping an eye on there for for the future. Oh yeah, especially luck. if you look at like the local city ones and stuff, <laughs> they're always good. It's a gold mine. Well, for my gripe this week, it's not a not a huge gripe, but uh, small gripe. Small gripe, yeah, small gripe, and not quite to the orbit level, but uh, micro you know, micro gripe. <laughs> Literally. So microaggression. <laughs> That's your nickname. <laughs> so it's summer. People are out enjoying the weather and you know, they're getting out after uh, being locked up in inside their houses for months. So my gripe this week is on sidewalk etiquette. <laughs> so I've just been noticing a lot recently that uh, people are abusing walking on the road and not on the sidewalk. That's what the sidewalks are there for. Sidewalks are there so you can walk along roadways and not be in danger of getting hit by a car. Except for all the bicycles are on the sidewalk. (laughs) That's my next point. So that's a great transition here. So the thing is, even now without bicycles, I'm noticing people are just walking down the road and not even just like on the curb of the road. They're like in the road, physically in the road. Like get out of the road. No one is there on the sidewalk or if there is, it's a bicycle. And then in the bicycles, they're almost worse than the pedestrians walking the street <laughs> because they just zigzag. And most of it's like kids, like unsupervised kids or teenagers. They'll just kind of swerve, take their time, get out of the road, stop going like, you know, right up on the curb. You, most roads or some roads have their bike paths where it's clearly marked for bicycles. Right. So stay in that lane if there is one. And if there's not, Stop going in the middle of the road where people are trying to get past you and not hit you at the same time. So that's my gripe slash PSA out there to (laughs) people who abuse or, I guess, flat out ignore using sidewalks. And I've noticed with teenagers especially, if they're in the middle of the road or they pull out in front of you on their bicycles and you, like, honk or if you give them a look, they'll, like – Give you attitude, yeah. like they're in the right, and they're like, "Look, punk, you're out, you're out yeah. in the middle, you're in the middle of the road." Like, for I'm, I'm trying not to hit you, not because I want to hit you, because I'm trying to like keep you physically safe, but also at the same time, you're making that hard not only for me, but for the next guy behind me, the people coming the opposite direction. Yeah. So and now I want to hit you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You're now really you, making me want to swerve. <laughs> you provoked it on. So, yeah. I mean. That's my gripe. Just sidewalks are not being used properly, and then I find it annoying. Sidewalks and sides of roads, right? Exactly. Yeah, and I've noticed. You know, it's funny. I've noticed that too as I've been out for a walk or something. Bike bike riders, they're not going down the right side of the road. Mm-hmm. And for years, I didn't like Illinois. You you're supposed to ride your bike the same direction as the traffic. More and more, I've been seeing people go the opposite direction of traffic. Now, warned, I used to ride my bike that way, but it's kind of like seatbelts. I used to not wear a seatbelt either. Now that it's been that way for a number of years, it's like, okay, I'm following the rules. Follow the rules. Just ride on the right side of the road. So I know this flies in the face of last week's episode because I am a rule follower, but I, when I ride a bike sometimes, I do ride on the other side of the road. Cause I, You're I, part of the problem. I am part of the problem. <laughs> well, my, my thought on that is, especially out in the country or something, I want to see traffic coming at me. It's windy. A lot of times I can't hear. 
So I don't want a car coming up behind me. I don't know that they're there. So that's why I'll ride on the other. But I'll, let me put my old man hat on. And I'll 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 chime I in. I wasn't I'm gonna piggy- that you ever took it off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm gonna piggyback on your gripe because it is true with kids. T- kids these days, you stupid kid. No, but they don't have respect. They don't. They don't think about other people. Like when we were kids growing up, I, if we were on the road, how how many times? If you're out playing, you'd hear somebody car, and then everybody, you know, okay, everybody gets off. Yeah. The car goes by, and then you Scatter, go do whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Now they're just like, no, they walk. We'll have kids in our neighborhood. They'll walk down the middle of the road and they see you come. They turn and look and they just keep walking yeah. in the middle of the road real yep. slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's all I can do not to just oh, punch Give them a little nudge. Yeah, boom. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yep. Yep. So there we go. I, I'm, I'm, I guess I piggybacked on your. Well, that's gonna, that's gonna segue nicely into a later story I've got, uh, regarding troublesome, uh, teenagers. <laughs> so we'll, we'll get to that in a little while. Um, <clears throat> my only gripe this week, uh, I had to dig a little bit for a gripe this week, uh, which is a good thing. It means <laughs> life's pretty good. But have you noticed any uptick in, uh, hacker emails and things like that? Are you, do you think it's better than it used to be? Or are you still getting I honestly don't – I haven't paid attention to be honest. Well, what what I'm getting now are ones that are much more cleverly disguised than they used to be, like from, you know, good friends and stuff. I'll see – you know, it'll have the person's name, you know, John Smith or whatever. So jsmith at comcast.net or whatever. But then there's like usually like a slash gmail.com after it if you look at the return address. But the body of the – Email might be something that sounds pretty legit that they're trying to get you to click on. Um, yeah, we had one. I got one today from the pastor of our church. It said, hey, Greg, I need you to do a task for me, which he wouldn't say. That was my first clue. Um, I'm in a meeting, so don't call. Just reply. <laughs> <laughs> but it was from his address, .com, which was our church. But then after that, gmail.com and it's like okay Mm. i see what's happening but uh but yeah i guess his uh email got hacked and it was going out to the church asking people for ebay cards of all things like ebay gift cards um which would you get somebody a gift card to ebay i Uh, that one here go buy yourself some used stuff (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i don't know i just more and more have been seeing very cleverly uh produced uh, hacker emails. So, so this is a PSA. If you're getting those emails, looks like it's from a friend. Maybe make sure check you check the return address on it, and actually and don't click any links. It's kind of funny you mentioned that because just the other day I got a uh, email saying a Nigerian prince needed my help. <laughs> he needed my help. Well, that's legit. I don't oh, know. okay, I mean, good because I sent him you know thousands of dollars of my social security information because mm-hmm. I was just trying to help him out. So, okay, I'm sure that's fine. I'm sure that's not anything related with that. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I did see somebody, it was a fake article, but they posted out there that it said in the headlines, a Nigerian prince was found dead in his uh, hotel room with $700 million in cash. (laughs) (laughs) No one would help him. I thought that was funny. So tomorrow, Mike, when you get that email that says- Click on it immediately. uh, Yeah, that that email with a subject that says, road rules etiquette, (laughs) and, and the return address is- uh, change for teens or something like that, you know, where they're <clears throat> turning over a new leaf. Open that one. I'm sure it'll okay. be a safe, uh, 
you know, email for you. Just and some I, information about how teens are trying to change yeah. their, you know, road. And then when they ask for my bank account information, I can give them that too, right? And your mother's maiden name. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Social security number. All of it. I would just give it all. <laughs> they'll ask for it eventually. I mean, they'll yeah, need it eventually. Here it is. So, yeah. I'll just... Oh, and by the way, still no status che- or uh, stimulus check yet. Wow. So Sorry. I, I, I won't go into it right now. I did figure out the reason. I don't think it's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should hold the public court on it and we will vote and we will see if there really is. Kind of like your mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe next week, maybe if it's just, if it still hasn't come or even if it has, maybe I'll uh, share what my findings were on that. So keep everyone in suspense. Well, hopefully you get stimulated this week. <laughs> and Mike just hacked his water out of the Oh, that was close. That was close. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, okay. Well, that's all I got on gripes. All right. Well, we're going to move into a, a little bit different segment here. I found we're going to kind of uh, do a little reminiscing. Someone had posted. We never do that on this show. We never <laughs> reminisce. <laughs> no, but someone had posted a uh, question out uh, that I saw, and I, it got me thinking. It was kind of interesting. It was talking about, you know, memories, what, what triggers memories, especially memories of your childhood or whatever. And so I came up, I, I thought, what are some smells that if you smell something, it will trigger to like a memory of your childhood or take you back that, all right, this or, or of a specific time in your life. And, and I just jotted down a few of them here. I, I'll start just to kind of give you. Yeah. Yeah. Go right ahead. Give you kind of what I was thinking. Um, but for one thing, and I don't even, people don't even do this anymore, but, or they, they may, but it's not as common, but in dust, that fake real lemony smell. Oh yeah, we we used to use pledge or pledge, but like when we were kids, mom would go do whatever. She'd run errands or whatever, and me and my brother would be home. She'd like give us a list of chores. You want them, you know, have to you know dust the furniture, and it wasn't just like spray it. You were supposed to. You had two rags. You had to get one rag with the the pledge or the end dust on it and rub it into the wood, and then you had to take a dry cloth and kind of wax, push that wax around, and you know, kind of get get a buildup on there and it had that real strong lemon oh, smell yeah. oh yeah so you know of course we would never start in and do our work we'd fight and run around do stuff and then when we see oh no my, we lived out in the country and especially in the winter time you could see a long way off and you look like oh there's a car it's way it's my so then you're running you're doing all guys and you're just wiping it real quick and spraying <laughs> uh, spraying plus it smells like it and you're, yeah you're just hitting kind of the the main areas of where the of course she would come in and start moving pictures did oh yeah you got dust? a white glove <laughs> yeah, yeah did you dust yeah she so start picking up the picture you're like oh crap <laughs> i did not dust that part. i'm dead yep so but yeah that real real lemony in dust smell yeah that's a good smell it's funny on a side note we had a, a babysitter one time that took that that lemon pledge <clears throat> and she proceeded to spray our hardwood dining room floor yeah. with it and then put the kids on towels and dragged them around on the floor to slide them around <laughs> and of course we walk in and about kill ourselves when you step on the wood floor and about go down well back in junior high in the early 80s we would take cans of pledge to school and spray on the tile so we could break dance no, I couldn't break dance, but I would thank you. Yeah, so break something. Well, and yeah, we all then there was a big meeting at the school, and they said if you know, can't bring pledge anymore because somebody probably did wipe out. But yeah, I think they brought pledge and ah, <laughs> oh, wow, man! <laughs> if I'd have known about that, I probably would have tried it. No. <laughs> so 
So, so uh, there was one for, for me. I, like I said, I got a few of them, but yeah. Well, I, I was talking to Lori about it and, uh, last week, actually, we kind of talked about this a little bit. And, uh, one that we both came up with together, kind of, was the smell of, uh, roast cooking in the, in the, I don't know, it probably wouldn't have been a crock pot. Eh, it might have been a crock pot back then. Yeah. Um, when we got home from church on Sunday, we'd, we'd have roast a lot of times. Yeah, that was that, a Sunday meal. That smell of walking in oh, after yeah. church and the, the roast come wafing by as you get in and immediately you're hungry. So, so yeah, roast would have been probably our first one. Not, not, these aren't any orders. No. So, well, I'm, yeah, I've got a couple too and, both of them are food related. Sorry. <laughs> the first one though is probably my favorite smell to reminisce on. Growing up and still to this day, my mom makes amazing pancakes. So waking up in the morning to the smell of my mom making her chocolate chip pancakes, uh, it's, it's amazing. I love that smell. And so now even when I'm making them at uh, my house, it's kind of always a nice reminder hearkening back to that, uh, that smell. I, I love the smell of, Mom's pancakes cooking on the griddle. So it just barely beats out the smell of Courtney's pancakes that she makes you in the mornings while you're still sleeping before you get up. Is that? It's close. Okay. Yeah. Good. (laughs) But I would still have to give the edge. Yeah. My mom on that one. No, that's a good one. Yeah. Food smells are always, we ate, we deal with food a lot. So the food smells are are always a good one. Uh, another one I had, and this is probably odd for a lot of people, but I'll give the, it's, it's, um, like a machining oil or I don't know the exact, I don't know if it's a machining. My dad was a machinist. And so when he would come home, especially in the wintertime, he had a, a coat and he'd hang it up in kind of the, the entryway where we lived out in the country. And his coat would smell like this machining oil or kind of a lubricant. Cause you know, they would, they put the oil on the, the fixtures and stuff that they would be drilling and stuff. And it's just that oil smell. If I, I'll walk into shops now to, to do work or like whatever. machine shops and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I'll yeah. smell that smell. And immediately I'm taking, I think of my dad, I think of his jacket being a kid, you know, and we'd have to get home. We'd run out and be, ah, dad's home. We'd run out there and, and, you know, and he'd pick us up and wrestle with us with his coat on. And that smell just takes me right back there. So yeah, I love the, the, that smell right there. Sounds good. Well, my next one. This this smell still is around occasionally. Um, it's not really a good smell, but it still holds a place of uh, memory. Because it doesn't have to be good. It just triggers yeah. that memory. And that would be the smell of the pumpkins being processed Ooh. at the Libby's plant here in yeah, town. Yeah, that stinks. Yeah, it stinks, but it's fall. Um, usually we have our pumpkin festival, but with COVID, who knows what we're going to have. Um but yeah, every fall you could, you know, expect like that at school you'd be sitting there and if they had the windows open in the classroom, <clears throat> that smell would come wafing in. It's like, it's weird because it's a gross smell, but it's like, ah, it's fall. It's pumpkin yep. festival time. It's, you know, hayride time or yep. whatever. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's always, it's a good memory. And Lori, Lori shared that one as well. So, mm-hmm. um, that was a good one. Well, my next one's going to tie in really nicely because my second smell corn is, Oh. <laughs> no, more pumpkin. More pumpkin. Mom's pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving. Oh, another fantastic. good one. Yeah. That one when that's cooking in the oven. Oh, it's fantastic. You always I had know. Down the whole Thanksgiving meal. That's a, yeah, yeah that's, the, uh, the Thanksgiving yeah. meal is a good one. Or yeah. any of those spices that yep. you go down the spice aisle at mm-hmm. the store. To me, it's the pumpkin pie. It was always kind of the pinnacle. Yeah. So that's now, are you a one. pumpkin pie with whipped cream on it or no whipped cream? 
it depends on the day because <laughs> I would say majority I do like the whipped cream, but sometimes the pie is so good it doesn't need whipped cream. But mm. I would I would probably say I'm sixty forty. Yeah, whipped cream versus no whipped cream. Yeah, it's funny. I um, I don't <clears> like pumpkin pie. I love pie. Most pies. I've never been. I think for me, it's a. T- I am weird with textures. I have problems with texture. Well, what are you touching it for? So it's I have to put it in my mouth. Oh. How else do you get it into your system? Well, the fork. At some point, I gotta touch it. <laughs> I guess you could like, you know, intravenously put it in or something. But <laughs> pumpkin IV. <laughs> but yeah, I've got. I'm surprised they don't have that. Yeah. I, <laughs> pumpkin spice IV. So when you yeah. go to the hospital, oh, we got our pumpkin spice IV in now. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Else. I saw an oil, oil chain store in Pekin last fall. It said they were they were they were rolling out their pumpkin scented uh, oil for the oil changes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, I, I love the smell of pumpkin pie. I just could never never a big fan. It's funny. Growing up, I didn't like pumpkin pie, but probably man, I don't know. That's probably been fifteen or twenty years ago. Something switched, and it's like, oh, I like this now. So yeah. it's, ever since then, I've. Enjoyed a piece of yep. pumpkin pie now and again. All right. Doug got another one? Oh, I, I or, couldn't remember where we were. <laughs> I got all <laughs> sucked into thinking about Thanksgiving and stuff. So Doug was uh, off in his youth. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was. So mine is kind of it's going to tie into to a Christmas kind of a smell. I don't know what this smell was called. I don't know. It was like a, a mistletoe smell or what. But my mom had this red wax figurine of like three people caroling and it she'd keep it in a like a styrofoam box and every christmas you take it out and it had this kind of a sweet pine mistletoe smell to it, it. cinnamon no, no no cinnamon i i i cannot explain what the smell is i don't know what it i've i've mothballs? found no not mothballs <laughs> but i have found a a, a scent that's similar to it with and it's called mistletoe at like yankee candle the mistletoe candle oh, yeah but she got it. I don't know if you remember. You're probably too young. But home interior parties. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I never. My mom. One, but well, I have neither. But my mom would go. They'd have home interior parties. Maybe we should bring those back. Sure. <laughs> well, they kind of are now. It's just all online. Yeah. yeah. Order everything online. But they would go around, and you could get candles and decorations and mirrors and sconces and all kinds of stuff. But yeah, that mistletoe smell. That figurine she takes it up. Boom. I'm right back to, to being a kid. It's Christmas time. Throw the candles up, the Christmas tree, and all that stuff. So, that Well, was, well my next one, one <clears throat> again, this is not something you would think of as a good smell. But, again, takes me to my to my youth. Um, my dad smoked. And nah. so every once in a while when I smell someone smoking or something, it takes me back to I can remember being in the car and he would always, you know, try to blow it out the window or whatever, but you'd always get that smell of the cigarettes in the car. So every once in a while, if I go past someone smoking or a smoking area, it's like all of a sudden I click back to being in the car riding along. Maybe we're going to Alabama or yep. whatever, you know, on a vacation. Um, but yeah, that, that always, um, I can always smell it in his coats and stuff, even like you're talking about the grease. Yeah. You know, I can smell that cigarette smoke. And back in the sixties and seventies, it wasn't looked on. You know, quite so. It was good for you back then. Yeah, it was great for you. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy how that. Four out of five right? doctors recommended. Yeah. You'd be on the, you'd be on the treadmill going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm adding to my. The doctor smoking health. while he's uh, checking your heart. They did. They, uh, yeah, yeah, the doctors would smoke. Um, yeah, the Flintstones smoked. Yeah, everybody smoked. It's just what you did. Yeah. 
Well, I can remember just even in the late 80s, my, you know, I worked for Walgreens, and I remember my boss walking around on the sales floor just smoking <laughs> yeah. away. We had a smoking section in the, at the high school for the students. Yeah, we, we did too. And smoke. Yeah, yeah, we did too. So, so yeah, it's um, it's a memory. It's a uh, you know, that's yeah. why my 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 wife Lori, her dad, the thing she thought of of him was Listerine. She could always smell Listerine oh, like on yeah. her breath. Yeah, uh, like after he brushes teeth in the morning and stuff. Yeah, she would smell that. that Listerine. So that was another one she had. So right. another thing I came up with is fresh cut hay or grass. That's a good one. I like that, that one. That yeah. Fresh cut. And again, the hay probably more because growing up as a kid, lived out in the country. And in the summertime, I'd bale hay for different farmers to make money, which will work you to death. But <laughs> it was a, so I'd ride my bike out in the mornings to the, to whatever farms we were going to. And my dad would pick me up at, at after he got off work. It was usually we'd go till dark. So eight or nine. 9.30 at night, but that that's fresh smut or fresh smut. <laughs> that's not the difference. Fresh smut smells great. <laughs> it's better than stale smut. <laughs> fresh cut hay. Uh, just, boy, as soon as I smell that, boom, I'm back. I'm about 13 years old on my bike riding out. You know, at the time, I was like, oh, I hate this so much. <laughs> I can't believe I got to ride my bike out and then bail hay all day long. But it's a, it was a good time. I mean, we had fun. So good memory. I still love that smell of that first grass mowing in the spring mm-hmm. when you're driving around and someone's mowing and it's like, oh. I like it more when so someone bad. else is mowing now. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm I don't even it. mind those first few mowings of the spring. It's it's about now that I'm like, all right, I think I'm about done with mowing. When it's 90-something uh, out, <laughs> yeah. super humid. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I'm with you guys on that. I love the smell of the grass clippings. Yep. Yeah. So you you had no more, right, Mike? Oh, okay. Um, I think I have one more. Uh, hopefully I don't steal yours. We've talked about this before. Um, the smell of like tar. You know, like on the playground. That's a great one. And actually, but it takes you like to six flags. My wife, we were talking about it and my wife, I was going to bring that up, but yeah, my wife said that's, that was the first one she mentioned was that tar or blacktop smell. Yeah. Yep. It takes me back to I, at grade school. They'd be like redoing the the yeah. concrete part of the playground, or like we said, you know, Six, six Flags. flags. Yeah, I'm right it at seemed six like flags. they were always working on somewhere in the park, and you would smell that yeah. tar. And at the school like, I went to, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade would always take a year end trip to Six Flags in Gurney or in St. Louis. Yeah, so it was either Great America or Six Flags that you go to, and yeah, that that takes you right back to that. Just walking around and, you know, just being a kid. Yet at the time, you know, give twenty dollars. I was like, oh, you're going nuts. Oh yeah. In the in, in nineteen eighty, just running through the park and riding every ride you could find and eating junk and yeah, buying novelty garbage. Oh yeah, hats. <laughs> Some and little magic trick. Oh, or... <laughs> stupid stuff. That's a good one. Yeah. So yeah, tar. Yep. <laughs> now all tar reminds me of is all the stupid road construction yeah. that's Ugh. going on in the area. And see, I, I don't quite share that one with you guys uh, because that's what I think of too. Oh. Is that? And one time we went out to the La Brea tar pits, and mm. uh, we took a, a vacation, and that was one of our stops. And it was cool to see, but man, I felt nauseous after smelling the, that tar at the pits. I was like, oh, man, I, I was not a fan of that smell. I'm going to get Mike a tar-scented candle for Christmas. <laughs> I'm sure he'll love it. <laughs> I got one more. All right. My last one, and it was coming up to this time of year, 
um, in a couple weeks is when you'd start. I'd hit it. The smell of old books. You go back to school. You're given your books. You have to. It, I, they have that kind of. It's probably a musty or old smell. And again, we went to a little country school, so we get a lot of old books. But you had that smell that on a used book. Or yeah, they pass out that smell, or when you first would get into school, it just had that smell of like old books and old. There was something like you know, I always like going back to school. I hated school work, but I, I like going back to school. <laughs> I was gonna say if I got a new book, it usually smelled like that by the end of the year because I never never cracked it open. <laughs> no, no, I didn't do anything. <laughs> but then, yeah, just that smell of the the old book smell or old paper smell. So that was something. If I, yeah, I've we've went into bookstores or you go into thrift stores or whatever, and I'll smell that once in a while. I was like, man, that boom! I'm like in fifth grade or something, <laughs> getting your books, putting your name in the front. So drawing little cartoons drawing, on the side, drawing yeah. cartoons, <laughs> yeah, or on the bottom of the page so you can yeah flip, flip yeah, through yeah. them and have the little stick guy walk across <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. yeah, mine was usually a little monster that would come across and eat the stick guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Like I would do one where the stick guy would jump. Yeah, I would do a motorcycle. Oh yeah, jumping people over can a even. ramp. Yeah, <laughs> but that that was the last one I had. All right, well that's our trip down memory lane trip with the down smells. Memory lane. Okay, I think we're going to talk about some something that uh, I didn't even know existed. I mean, I knew of the stuff, but I didn't realize there was an actual word for it. Um. And actually, Mike brought this to my attention. I was like, really? And then I looked up, I was like, oh, that's that's a thing. But it's uh, fear porn. Yeah. And it's not like... <laughs> Is that a fear of porn? Well, maybe. <laughs> but uh, it's it's actually like where the news media is whipping people, or, or not just news, media in general, will whip people up into a frenzy over all kinds of different things. Um, Usually it's to, to scare you yeah, or to, you. to terrify you or whatever, to get you all riled up, like Doug was saying. Yeah. And I, okay. Mainstream media content that deliberately and enticingly plays on people's fear about disaster, disease, and death. And so what what prompted this is this next story. We were talking about it, uh, I don't know, a week or so ago, and you mentioned that. And I was like, really? What is that? <laughs> what are you talking about? What, and what, then, kind of, what kind of music do they play for fear porn? <laughs> Jaws. But the, does the newscaster walk in and say something? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Let me tell you about this story. <laughs> but anyway, so <laughs> we're going to move on. <laughs> I saw this this story, and it, the headline grabbed me. I was like, "Ooh, what is that?" It says China. China researchers discover new swine flu with pandemic potential. So I was like, oh, man, that sounds serious. So I started reading about it, and these Chinese researchers have discovered a new, a new type of swine flu that can infect humans and has the potential to cause a future pandemic. But the more you start reading out, it's a new type. It can, inflict, like I said, infect humans. Um, they've been doing research on this from 2011 to 2018. There was a sharp rise in the virus in 2016. And this is the, when they slaughter pigs, they would test them. So they're just testing them on pigs. Now they said they have found that some humans have gotten it, but there's no, um, verified proof that it spreads from human to human. Of course, we've heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> right. So that, but as you, as you read through all this, they've really been studying it since 2016, especially this last, uh, strain. 
and they call it the G4 strain. It says there's no evidence it can spread from human to human, and it's not circulating in humans despite five years of extensive exposure. But the whole first part of this article is like, well, if COVID-19 doesn't get you, this new G4 is going to wipe us out. Yep. That's what's going to happen. But the more you read about it, it's like, well, it's been around since 2011. Right. <laughs> this strain, it mutated in 2016, and that caused a spike in pigs, but it really hasn't done anything to uh, humankind, really. I mean, there's been a few people that got it, and from what I've read, the ones that got it, it they they kind of had it yep. and just got better without much treatment or anything even. Yeah, and here's a, a couple things too I'd like to point out on that. It's, it's like just what Doug was saying. You have to read into the heart or like the almost the very end of these, these kind of articles. Right. To actually get the real story here. Because what they do is they get you with the headline usually to make you click on it. Oh yeah. Click so bait. the whole, you know, with COVID, it's, it's a pandemic, right? So it, right. It, oh, we're in a pandemic. We're in a pandemic. Well, that's what they put in the headline to get you. Oh, oh snap. There, there's another pandemic coming. Are you serious? And then, you know, as you go, uh, you know, this has the potential or it could infect humans or, right. it ha- you know, there's only a couple, but you know, it has the potential. It's like what in the world doesn't have the potential to do it? Like, everything has a potential to do something in the world. So well, yeah, multiple was, times. Come on. Oh, I'm sorry. Go uh, ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, I was reading a stat the other day of how many car deaths there are per year. We don't stop driving. Right. Nope. <laughs> or know. flu deaths. I mean, there's yeah. there's tens of thousands, sometimes a hundred thousand flu deaths, yeah. just in the U.S. But and again, when we say that, we're not saying that COVID nineteen isn't bad. We're just saying right. you, you gotta just relax. No, it's more multiple, to do with the media whipping you into yeah, yeah, is what we're really exactly. And multiple times in this story, they even they they'll go back and reference the COVID nineteen pandemic, and then they tell how many people were infected, how many people died. I mean, multiple times, and they're like, this could be just as bad. But then, but they also say we're not saying that this is. We just have to watch. It's like, well, you've been yeah. saying it. Yeah, it kind of is saying that. Yeah. So, and it got me thinking. There's again with people, and you can't help it. I was just talking to some family members about this. Um, there are some people out there. They worry so much about dying that they don't go out and live. I mean, they do nothing but worry about dying. And that's. I'm not saying it's easy. Not to think about that, because <laughs> especially if you listen to the media constantly, and I believe you need to be, you need to educate yourself. You need to stay kind of in tune somewhat with what things are, but I would unplug from a lot of this stuff, yeah. try to figure out what's, what's going on. And then, all right, I'm going to do the best I can to protect myself, but I got to, I got to live my life. I can't, right. I can't hole up in a house for, because mm-hmm. there's always going to be something out there that I could catch and die. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, but I got to keep moving. So I, I don't know. I don't know if you have anything to add to that. That was that was it. I was just bringing that up about just I don't know. It's just irritating. When the more I read, I was like, this is yeah. this is garbage. There's nothing to this story right now. <clears throat> now you got me all riled up in fear porn. I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. All right. Well, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep playing on your fears because <laughs> there was also another story that I picked. You know. So far this year, in case it hasn't been bad enough, we've we've had what COVID nineteen, murder hornets, murder, murder hornets. hornets. We've yeah. had riots, uh, a near miss of an asteroid that yeah. came within a million miles to the Earth. It almost collided right with us and wiped everybody else yeah. out. I wiped us all out. 
I'm trying to think if there's anything else. There probably has been. But then I saw this little doozy of an article. It says that Australian scientists now think they found a new shark that can walk on land. <laughs> I think you brought it up in the 70s. They had that already. Oh, yeah, we already had the land shark. Land shark. <laughs> <laughs> you open the door and it... So yeah, I read this. And they found this shark. There are some sharks that will use their pectoral fins to move across the sand. And they found this one, I guess, that can come out of the water. Some They said they're relatively small for now. <laughs> They have the potential <laughs> for to get now. Uh, yeah, they have the potential to get giant, but that they can walk on land, you know, and uh, it, the the story was a little tongue in cheek. It, it was telling about it and they were saying that, you know, this is OK. It's not really that bad, but just this this year that they're starting to bring all this stuff out. This is uh, yeah, they don't know too much about them, but they're starting to study. But it's thought, wow. OK, so now the sharks are walking on land. <laughs> Here I thought, you know, I was afraid to go into the water with Jaws. Now, can't go anywhere. <laughs> See, they're just trying to take over because for years there's been the walking catfish. There has been the walking catfish. <laughs> so, you know, the sharks are just trying to get equal billing to the catfish. What about the snakehead fish? Didn't it kind of walk across water too because it would go – you remember when that was popular? That was probably, what, 10 years ago, the snakehead yeah, snake yeah, fish? Yeah, those are, those are still kind of a problem in some areas. And, yeah, those those would – they would move themselves yeah. across, you know, certain bodies of water. Yeah. Whether they would even go on land, you know, to get to that next body of water. Yeah, the snakehead. Well, yeah, the catfish, yeah, they go um, they go out on land. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but – Next thing you know, those, the sharks will be trying to catch up with a flying carp. <laughs> they may already have You'll be out on the river. A shark will come flying up out of the water, they knock may, you off your boat. They may already have that, yeah. <laughs> I, well, I got to thinking. You start reading this. I started thinking, you know, for years the Sci-Fi Channel has come out with these movies, and I have ripped on them because I'm like, these are the stupidest movies. I've. They're terrible made-for-TV movies. Oh, yeah. Although now I'm beginning to think – Maybe this was a foretelling of the future, not just some stupid <laughs> show. I have to rethink everything. So I started looking up. There are like over 20 shark movies they oh, have man. made. So I just picked a few of, of some of my favorites here oh, that, that we'll hit on. Uh, of course, they had, you know, Sharknado, and then yeah. they've had multiple yep. versions of have that. You, either have you seen Sharknado? No. I've, I've seen clips. I've I haven't never seen, seen it. Yeah, it's I have never seen it ridiculous. either. I probably should put that on my watch list. I'm sure, you know, it's an Academy Award winning movie. If you've got a couple hours to kill, yeah, yeah, <laughs> go ahead. That you'll never get back, by the way. Just right. Precursor. Then they, they also have one called Sharktopus. <laughs> now, technically. This sounds like a James Bond film. Technically, <laughs> Sharktopus. He's an octopusy. <laughs> technically, this is a shark that has been genetically modified to kill that goes nuts and just starts killing all kinds of people. But yeah, they, they modified, they modified it to, they, they kind of put together a shark and an octopus to make one creature. So, <laughs> Sharktopus. So technically, I don't know that it's a shark. Movie, so is it like but a it's shark, shark with tentacles? I guess, yeah. I, I didn't watch it, but uh, I don't know. Then they have ice sharks that this shark can go in frozen, like snow and stuff. So you ski in, and here comes the oh it, yeah yeah. So ice sharks, uh, they, Car then, sharks. You know, not to be outdone, we've also got sand sharks. This is a shark that's adapted to go into the beach, and of course, the whole movie takes or a big chunk of the movie takes place when. Um, there's an evil promoter or this greedy promoter that's putting on this huge beach party and the sharks come in and they just start, you know, killing people on the sand. 
Uh, there's also one that's called Trailer Park Shark. <laughs> <laughs> Just the name, baby. I don't know if he's, you know, he's drunk and after his telling it, you know, getting in fights with his old lady. And, <laughs> Get off my back. You don't ever go eat anybody anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so the Trailer Park Shark. Hmm. And then I, I saved the last one for best, but this one was called Ghost Shark. So I, I read the little synopsis of it, and it, this shark, it says here, uh, a great white is caught and tortured to death by a fisherman. Seeking revenge on humankind, the shark uses its newfound ghost shark supernatural powers to physically travel between and emerge from different bodies of water. <laughs> Nothing is safe. Even puddles and showers. <laughs> so it'll like come out of the shower and eat you. I tell you what. I'm not using the toilet anymore. <laughs> I'm digging a hole out back from now on. I'm not oh, trusting come the out toilet. Of there too. Well, the only it's only if there's water. So you got a dry hole. Oh, okay. you're okay. <laughs> but you don't want to use the water as long Man. as you don't walk in the the puddles from rain or something like That's, that. Right. It'll yeah. just come out and grab <laughs> grab you. You know, the 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 bidet might be a, a problem Ooh, too. You don't want to shoot problem. Have yeah. the ghost shark coming up out of the bidet. <laughs> well, I've never seen any of those uh, sci-fi ones. Uh, Sci-Fi Network, is that what you said? Yeah, Sci-Fi Channel. I've never seen any of those. You know, and the the original shark movie, Jaws, of course. Oh, yeah. I mean, it made it where, like, I was afraid to swim in a swimming pool. Oh, I was too. (laughs) That movie was, it's so fake now. People watch it. Like, they don't, when you watched it in 1975, was it five or six? I think it's five or six, somewhere in there. Yeah. It, it was a scary movie. It was scary. It really isn't, even though the mechanics of the shark now don't hold up. It's still not a bad story, though. I watched it. Oh, no. I'm not terribly long I like Jaws. Yeah, because I went about, when was this? 2016, I went to a shark movie. Uh, Me and Lori and Courtney went to it in St. Louis. And it's called The Shallows. And it's got Blake Lively in it. Okay. It is not only the worst shark movie I've ever seen. It (laughs) might be one of the worst movies I've seen. Period. It was just a stupid movie. I mean, she's just out on this rock in this, like, lagoon trying to get from it back to the shore. And every time she tries, of course, the shark, you know, is getting smarter and smarter and, you know, keeps her from getting there. But what an ignorant movie it was. <laughs> uh, okay. That's my gripe about sharks. No, well, <laughs> it was horrible. I didn't th- – I actually thought – I thought Jaws 2 was a pretty decent movie. Yeah, it wasn't Jaws bad. 2 wasn't bad. And the, but then it went down. Jaws the Revenge where the shark's like – it's kind of like the ghost shark, you know. Somebody killed its baby or something. It's like, okay, they're animals. They don't understand. Nope. It's going to follow this guy all the way to New Jersey. And yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you remember Jaws on. 3 and 3D? That was terrible. <laughs> well, I never saw the whole thing. You 3D but, glasses into the theater. I saw it at the theater. Oh, I didn't see it. I've seen it on TV and bits and pieces of it. And it is – is Luke Gossett Jr. in that movie? Yes. I believe, I believe that's the one he's in, yeah. I, I'm sure he puts that out there. It's like top billing. Hey, yeah. I was in Jaws 3, 3D. 3D. It was terrible. And they did everything they could to make the 3D, you know, stand out. You know, like some guy moves a stick across the screen and it comes out and, you know, goes back in as he turns. Well, when they had the shark swimming, too, I got – it didn't – like the fins and stuff didn't move, did it? It was just like a still picture of the shark coming at you. It seemed like I saw that. Like the tail would like, ah. Like, <laughs> it was This stupid. isn't even a little scary. It's horrible. Oh, but. Anyway, so that that was the end of my shark talk. I don't know if you have anything to add. I'd probably give uh, Trailer Park Shark a try. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd probably watch, watch that one. one. Yeah. 
<laughs> I probably would too, just on the name alone. Like I said, yeah. I, I I didn't see a synopsis on it, but just wow, trailer park shark speaks for itself. Yeah, yeah. no synopsis. Well, now I'm ready to head to the beach, drinking a six pack, sitting out there in his <laughs> wife beater shirt. <laughs> yeah, shark with a wife beater on. <laughs> oh right, go get me a beer. <laughs> What we have tonight? Fish sticks. <laughs> fish sticks. <laughs> you see him just bite the cap off the beer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, I'm going to switch gears here now. I found a, a, an article I was reading about, kind of reminiscing about things, and they were talking about slang. And it's slang from the 50s, and they were making, they had a, a whole bunch of them. They said, we should bring back slang from the 50s and make it, you know, get people to use it again. So I, I just thought, oh. That's kind of interesting. I thought there's a bunch of a bunch of slang. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts, but I, I've got some. It's from funny the, though people sit around write articles like this. It's like I think we ought to get people to bring back 50 slang. <laughs> well, it got it worked. I guess I'm, I'm sitting there. I read it and then I'm talking about it. So. Better than panic porn or fear porn. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's just true. But uh, so I, I just jotted down a few of them from that uh, article. But then I also started thinking about like when. Me growing up in the seventies and eighties, like what are, what were some of the slang out there that I wish I'd like to see brought back to? So we'll bring those up if you guys have any you can throw out there. I got as a well. couple. I don't have a whole lot, but I got a couple. Yeah. So some of the things that they had, and I, and I didn't list all of theirs, but like they have the ginchiest from the fifties. I kind of remember hearing that on on shows. Oh, they're the ginchiest. I guess it just meant the coolest. Yeah. I don't think that one needs to come back. It sounds kind of stupid to me. Yeah. But I was like. Oh. It's a it's an interesting word, I guess. The ginchiest. <laughs> Your um, outfits, the ginchiest. This one I do like. So if like if uh, we were to go out and uh, egg the mean dean's house at our college frat party, <laughs> and he'd come out and <laughs> holler at us, "You kids!" We'd say, "Let's beat feet <laughs> to get out." You know, make a run for it or something. Beat it's feet. Like, <laughs> I like I kind of like that one. Beat feet. So you beat feet back to your car and then yeah, burn rubber? Feet. That's right. That's <laughs> burn right. rubber was another one. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Uh This next one I actually do use. Copacetic. I've used that multiple times. And that just means it's all good or, or everything's, you know, it's, it's working good or it's perfect. So yeah, it's I've used oh, it's it copacetic. before. But... This is copacetic. I don't use it on like a daily rotation, but I, I have used that one. Maybe you ought to pull up like a 50s like or, or, or a slang – Word of the day, and you got to use it in your conversation throughout the organically. Day. You can't force it. No. Yeah. Yeah. You would use it where it would normally yeah. have been used. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Maybe we'll try to do that. Come up with a slang of the slang of the week, and uh, all of our listeners will have to figure out how they're going to use that. Yeah. That's right, <laughs> Daddy O. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now the next one, the actually the last two are kind of related, so I do like. The back backseat bingo. <laughs> so if you go park it, you're going to play some backseat oh, bingo. Yeah. That'll tie in with my Mike looks very curious story like, as well. well. What? Yeah. I hadn't heard that one before. Yeah. But are you calling out numbers and stuff? <laughs> Somebody may be. <laughs> All right. We're going to play a little backseat bingo. B12. Yeah. What's that mean? Bingo. <laughs> I don't know. And then the other one I liked was uh, the passion pit. Was with driving. We're going down to the passion pit. <laughs> Just play some back, backseat bingo at the passion pit. <laughs> hey, honey, later tonight, I'll come home from the podcast. We'll go to the passion pit, play some backseat bingo. It's like real bingo. Could never get a bingo. I was going to say, I probably will not get a bingo. <laughs> this is probably very true. Everybody else is getting the bingos. Oh, yeah. Not me. I don't even have a card. <laughs> 
Oh man, I had a couple from the fifties. Uh, cruising for a bruising. Yeah, that oh, was a good yeah. one. Actually, my dad would say that one. Yep. Yeah, you're cruising for a bruising. Yep. Means you're gonna get beat up. Um, a greaser. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, a knuckle sandwich. Oh yeah, you want a knuckle sandwich? <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, that's when you're cruising for a bruising. You get the knuckle sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I saw one. I looked these up. I found one. These, those I knew about, but classy chassis. Is that Usually, like a good looking. Yeah, like a good, good looking, looking gal girl or, or something. whatever. Yeah, she's got a classy chassis. We're gonna bring that. We're gonna bring that one back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In this day and age, that'll go over real well. We will be canceled. Yes, we will. <laughs> so, so that's my fifties ones. Yeah, cat. Oh, actually, cat. Like he's a cool cat. Cool cat. Yeah. Yeah. So, a couple of 50s ones for you. Yeah. I, and I, I, again, so now I, I brought up some from the 70s and 80s. So here's yeah, something. I got I, a couple. From the 70s, I got, what's your 20? That was from the CB. You know, you're 1020, yeah. so, yeah. hey, what's your 20? I think we should bring back CBs. I'm 10100, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, can you dig it? Yeah. <laughs> I always like that one. Can you dig it? You know, it's like, do you understand? Right so we get done. All right. Can you dig it? And then this is, this is kind of tied into the, the backseat bingo, but you, I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna take, uh, go out and uh, go for a spin in my sh- the shagging wagon. <laughs> oh man, sounds like Austin Powers. You know, yeah. the tricked out van, which is you know, you always wanted that. Now, now they just have the the white rape fans. I think they did. Call you them. play bingo? In there? <laughs> <laughs> I, I never played bingo ever. So in the shagging wagon, no. Uh, then the keep on trucking. Yeah. Oh, that was the big one. And you had the guy with the big foot. And, you know, the, oh yeah. I. I with shirts and I think I might have even had a shirt or decals that keep on trucking. I'm sure I had decals. And then this point. one, a lot of the younger people probably don't understand, but I'll catch you on the flip side. Oh, so yeah. see you later. Flip yeah. side. Flip side of the record. Yep. Yep. Did well, mine, mine for the seventies, I had far out. <laughs> That's far out, man. Far out. Far yeah. Out. Groovy. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like far out. It's groovy. Yeah. You know? Yep. Or if it was the opposite of those two, it's heavy. Yep. It's heavy, man. That was, that was used a lot in Back to the Future. Yeah, as a heavy kind of bled over into the eighties though too. Yeah, there was a lot of that. It, it, it carried oh, over. Yeah, a lot of these yeah. would bleed over. So, but like even the song "He Ain't Heavy," he's my, my brother. brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's my seventies ones. Okay, and then for the eighties, I got uh, not even. So like, if somebody's if you think somebody's wrong, you're like, yeah, I don't know what. But did that use? Did that get followed with as if, or is I, that newer? I, well, I think that might have been. In there, I, I can't Because somebody say not even, and you go, as, as if. if. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. <laughs> so, like, if somebody said, you know, Mike's the best podcaster, I was like, not even, you know, <laughs> something like that. As <laughs> if. <laughs> you got it down. <laughs> Groovy. Welcome to the 80s, Mike. Welcome to the 80s. Uh, so, I was, I was also talking with my wife. She brought up some of these here, too. So, like, Grody. Something oh, gross. Yeah, Grody to the max. I was going to say, if it was really Grody, it was Grody to the yeah, max. Yeah, Grody. Um, uh, bogus, bogus. And that's we got Bill and Ted's actually been coming out. I think next year with a yeah. new movie. So and they that was one of their catch lines. Yeah, bogus, bogus dude. Bogus. So something's real bad or something. That's bogus. <laughs> How about psych? Psych. Yeah. Yeah. You want to shake somebody's hand? Pull back. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start bringing that back with my customers. <laughs> I'm actually psych and just run it back through my hair. See, it's funny because in the '50s they didn't say psych, but they would do that. Fake yep. handshake thing and then rub their hand through their hair. Yep. Yeah. They and then, didn't know the word psych yet, I guess. And then the last one I have, this one's one my wife brought up as well. I kind of forgot about it. But uh, chill pill. Why don't you yeah. take a chill pill? Take a chill pill. Yeah. Calm down. Mm-hmm. So 
I'm start. I'm gonna try to bring up these. Try to use these. Yeah. Well, my '80s. I've got uh, rad. Rad. <laughs> my uh, wife brought that one up. I didn't put it down because I yeah. tried to keep it to just a few. But yeah, yeah rad. That's totally. Rad. Totally. Totally, man. Or if it was really cool, totally tubular. Oh yeah, totally tubular. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally tubular. Totally man. tubular. It's kind <laughs> of see, a valley, man. Kind of carried kind of a valley too. girl. Yeah. I think that's where my brain went, you know. Gag uh, me with a spoon or something. Yeah, gag me with a spoon, yeah. Gag me with a spoon. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my 80s. I don't know any 90s ones. I don't either. Mike, jump in. I was an adult in the 90s, so. They didn't talk to me in the 90s. uh, Like uh, Booyah, you know, like Booyah. Yeah? Booyah! Um, I'm trying to think of any of my kids said or that – like talk, you know, like talk talk to the hand. Yeah. You know, that was oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk to the hand. I'm trying to think what else. They had the the L on the forehead. Yeah. Yeah, that was the thing. I don't know. I don't. I don't have very much because I was. I was still kind of young. Okay. In Anything days, in the twenties, twenty ten, twenty twenty twenty. They're like whatever you know, like <laughs> whatever. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, n- nothing that really comes to me that much. Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm sure there is stuff out there from these last couple of decades, but I'm yeah, my mind's a little bit. My mind is too inundated with all the stupid, you know, abbreviations and uh, you know, whatever. Well, that's true. Like stuff now, everything is an abbreviation. Yeah, I feel like if so, jump ahead twenty years. What are we gonna say? What what slang is from? You know, 2010s or right 2020s. It'll be acronym or not even acronyms, just abbreviations of yeah. Like chopped up words, <laughs> it'll, it'll they'll reference like WTF or uh, yeah, you know later L8R, you know yeah. And you had LOL a few yeah, years LOL. ago. That was back, you know YOLO. You Yolo. know these are yeah. those will be the things that'll be looked back on for. Well, they kind of do that with some because they kind of make fun of like wasn't it ROTFL rolling yeah. on the floor laughing that was or one whatever of the very first yeah ones. that was one of the yeah. first ones. So now they're like oh yeah you're old or yeah. TFL so yeah rotful. <laughs> so that probably will be what they're doing. Yep. Yeah. See, you got words to fall back on, man. No, just abbreviations. <laughs> You're living in the pictures, past, man. Emojis. Oh, he's still using the the smiley face emoji. <laughs> yeah. Look at that stupid thumbs up. It's so basic. <laughs> It's random. Wasn't that one from the 90s? Oh, it's so random. random. Seemed yeah. like, seemed like yep. my son would say that. Well, it might yeah. have been yep, the 2000s. Like, mm-hmm. So it's random. Yeah. Yep. It'll be interesting over the years to come what, what the slang, you know, how it's looked back on, you know, for these yeah. for these last couple decades. I got nothing else with slang. Nope. Me either. Did you have a story you said? Well, I've got, I've got a little story that I think will kind of lead it. It kind of touches on some things we've talked about already. Okay, and I think can lead into your your to, next to the one last one a little the last bit as story well. We have yeah, um, it's it's kind of a gripe, kind of just uh, I don't know. It was in the local newspaper, and it's a frustration with uh, the way teenagers are acting. Um, you want to borrow my old man hat? Yeah, I probably need to wear <laughs> it. But this this news story, so I'll just read it. And we can just kind of talk about, you know, it kind of goes along when we were talking about young people on bicycles and, you know, different things like that. But for, it's, it's from East Peoria. It says, for the rest of the year, a Fond du Lac Drive lookout 
which is where you went for parking back years ago. The well, Passion Pit. Yes. Yep. yep. <laughs> In the shagging wagon. <laughs> Hopefully playing some backseat bingo. <laughs> That's right. Will be shut down in the wake of repeatedly unruly behavior by throngs of teens. So Fond du Lac Park District, which patrol two lookouts off the roadway, have been besieged with complaints regarding large crowds of teens overwhelming lookout one. The small blo- the small park, and it gives a location, offers a breathtaking view of the Illinois River Bluff below, as well as the Peoria skyline. There are spaces for six cars, but as many as 25 vehicles have been overflowing the lot and disrupting traffic. Where do they... I, we've, I've been there, for those that don't know, it's very small. Where are they putting 25 cars? Well, that's the thing, is they've got to be on people's property, and they've got to be... Because there is no parking spaces no. outside of those six. On the road itself, probably. You know. Yeah, it'd have to be, and it would have to be on the road, because there's a drop-off if you get yeah. off the road yeah. very far. Um So it said, teens yell at passersby, disrupt the neighborhood, and cause trouble. Due to the ongoing vandalism, excessive trash thrown throughout the area, loud music complaints, illegal parking, total disregard for citizens who live in this area, Lookout 1 will be closed for the rest of the year. It's very unfortunate that it's come to this, but until the individuals who are responsible for this damage learn to respect our community, the area will be closed. Concrete barriers will be placed, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so they're, they're going to close it. It says most most of, of the, the youth in that area um, range from age 16 to 20. Um, it says the problem is with the number of teenagers who have decided uh, this is where they want to hang out. I think it's that kids have been out of school for so long and they can't get jobs. <laughs> Everybody is You know restless. what? I, I was out of school and didn't have a job. I didn't go and just destroy stuff and be a total jag. I, I don't think that has anything to do with I, I hate that people use that as an excuse. Yeah. yeah. Well, people have been stuck at home and haven't been working. So, you know, naturally, they're going to burn stuff down and kill people. <laughs> yeah. And that's another thing, too, if I may. Isn't it the fact that they don't want – or can't find a job is the fact that they don't want jobs. Like, can we be honest about that in most cases? Like, that's what I think is majority of the case. Again, it's the apologists are, oh, you know, it's just, it's so hard to find a job. No, it's they don't want jobs. Well, yeah. That's, I mean, come on. Well, and this next part has nothing to do with them having jobs. It says the officers show up and the teens start cussing and swearing at them and they're disrespectful to the residents across the street. Police have issued a few tickets and made a handful of low-level drug arrests. Otherwise, the only legal option regarding minors is to write juvenile court citations. <clears throat> but in the end, offenders at worst get sent home to their parents, which is not much of a deterrent, Johnson said. And if mom and dad don't do their job, bingo, uh, these kids are just going to come back. So he decided to shut down the park, especially to avoid any accidents or safety troubles. Um, well, because then if they write those citations... They're the ones who get calls from the parents. Saying, How could you do that to my little Jimmy? You know, right, he's perfect. Right. Yeah, he, he wouldn't, wouldn't harm be him. causing he, any problems. Yeah, exactly. And when you were a kid, would there ever been? I, there would never been anything with me where it ended up where, yeah. And he came up here and he just started cussing out the cop. No, I would have been dead. Yeah. yeah. First, a cop would have probably just put the beat down on me, and then my parents <laughs> would have. Yeah, yeah, there would. Now, did I, did I ever, as a teenager, do anything mischievous? Sure. Oh, yeah, I, of and they all do. And a little mis- mischief is fine, but this just blatant, you know, 
cussing back at adults and parents and cops. No. I'm sorry, but they just they need stepped on. Well, I don't know when it came to the point where it's like, and we really we can't punish anybody. I was like, what? When did that happen? Because when I yeah, growing up, no, that was a big part of it. Yeah, yeah. So the only way this tied into your next segment was that the Fond du Lac Drive was for parking and amorous activities. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Prior to these delinquents, Ooh, uh, hooligans. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't particularly funny, but no, it w- had to air the grievance. Yes, no, that's fine. <laughs> well, this next story uh, comes out of Russia. Oh, you're colluding, and I <laughs> and I teased about it last week. Uh, says this woman found a, a drunk couple engaged in an amorous activity in the bushes, playing bingo. <laughs> <laughs> well, one backseat bingo. Yeah, they no. were playing outdoor bingo. <laughs> And she went and got a plank and ended up uh spanking the couple. So not the way probably they would want it or something, but yeah, she had this plank. And so my wife told me about it. It came across. It's like, she goes, this is insane. And I thought, okay, she had a stick and, you know, went up and hit him. No, she has got a plank and she is wailing on it. When you hear it, it's like whack. I know you played whack, the video for me. Was, whack. I'm like, hilarious. Oh my God. In, in between swings, she's yelling at him. You know, she's giving him the what, you know, the what for. Oh yeah. <laughs> she's going B5032. <laughs> oh, it says eyewitnesses say the outraged woman known locally as Lady Irina. Spotted the couple getting hands on in the bushes and armed herself with a short plank of wood to teach them a lesson. In the video, two pairs of legs are seen poking out of the bottom of the bushes <laughs> next to the pavement as the, as Lady Irina approaches with a piece of wood in her hand. While the man is still thrusting, the outraged woman <laughs> smacks his bare bum with the plank and shouts at the Randy couple, then wallops the woman's thigh before continuing to berate the pair. And again, it's not like she's just you know, smacking them a little. She no, is waylaying. She's putting the wood to them in a bad way. I mean, <laughs> it is insane. Way to go, Irina. Yeah. So and there was more in the story. It said apparently that this all started. This woman was drunk and was trying to get her friend to have relations with her, get a little amorous in the bushes. So they went over. And my thought on that as well is, um, I don't know. I, I'm just going to speak in generalities. You know, if, you have a nice romantic room and you like candles and everything is a thousand percent correct. There's still just a tiny percent chance that anything amorous is going to happen, let alone just outside in the bushes. Hey, let's go jump in the bush. Like, no, I, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's common for most people. I, that doesn't, that's not common in my life anyway. Let's put it that way. That would never, ever, ever happen. Yeah. Ever. The context of this video is insane because it's broad daylight. Yeah. They're in a public space. In town. It's not <laughs> even like, they, it's like it's in the, in the country. In the bushes. You know, they could have what? Thorns, you know. What's in those bushes? You <laughs> it's know? in the middle of the it day. Exactly. exactly. Broad daylight. It's So yeah, you know they're nuts. not married. <laughs> Having amorous activities in the middle of the day. Who, who's ever heard of that? <laughs> So, yeah, so it's, yeah. yeah, she's just insane. And that's not being on the weight, I guess. I mean, what do you walk up and she's like, you know, I'm feeling kind of frisky. And he's like, well, you want to go get a hotel room or something? Oh, no, these bushes over here will be fine. <laughs> I can't wait for the hotel. <laughs> like, what? 
Yeah. Maybe again. he was at the end of a Viagra or something. <laughs> Maybe he was. <laughs> I'm at three hours and 45 minutes. All right. <laughs> it's very possible. I never thought of that. Oh, but yeah. So there you go. Good job. I think she is our, uh, our local hero. Yeah. One more point on this too. And this is kind of a question maybe just, uh, I don't know, throw out there. Uh oh, it's a question. Wait a second. Okay. So this lady is known, right? Throughout the town. She got her nickname. Is this a commonplace enough that she has to be known for (laughs) walking around and (laughs) battling people doing it in the bushes? Uh, Maybe. Is this just like a Tuesday, like where this happens? Her nickname should be fear porn. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she names her stick. That's even better. Yeah, it's kind of like Lucille in the. I want to introduce Dead. you to fear porn. Wham! Wrapping barbed wire. That is, that is probably the case. Hey, I want you to meet fear porn. Well, Lady Irina, you have my uh, heartfelt thank you, and you are my hero of the week. <laughs> Way to lay down the law. So. I got nothing else. Uh, that I was that was kind of wrapping up my my last uh, my last story. You guys have anything else to nope, add? Nope, I think nope. I'm good. All right. Well, if that's all, then we hope that everyone will tune in next week for our big birthday bash podcast. Yep. Should try be not a lot to of fun. Uh, run over any errant teenagers on bicycles. <laughs> I will try. Home. I will try not to. And whoever tunes in next week, we'll make sure everybody gets a big piece of cake. That's right. That's right. <laughs> As we celebrate. And uh, that's all I got. All right. Yep. Have, Have a great week. All right. Thanks Have for listening, turn. everybody. And we will see you in seven days. Later. See ya. Well, that wraps up another episode. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to subscribe. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.